Ladies and gentlemen, if you're ready for some fantasy hockey streaming advice, it's time for the most styling, profiling, wheeling and dealing, jet flying, limousine riding podcast in all the land. It's the reigning, defending, undisputed fantasy hockey streaming champion of the world. It's the stream Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to the greatest fantasy hockey podcast that focuses on streaming players in the upcoming week. It's the stream scheme. We won't be talking about your superstars like your David Pasternak or your Patrick Kane's here. No siree, Bob. Here we get down to the nitty gritty, the dark depths of fantasy hockey that those other podcasts are too scared to touch. The stream scheme is presented by the greatest fantasy hockey podcast in the world, Keeping Carlson, and we often refer to the toughest league in the world, the Keeping Carlson Ultimate Patron Fantasy League, aka the Cup Bowl. Hopefully everyone is coming off a win, and if you're not, hopefully you're still 2-1. and one. If you're 3-0, and oh, shut up. No one likes you. If you're 1-2, and two, listen, I'm right there with you. This week is crucial, but your boy Davey B is here to help you out. We're in this together. We are a team. If you're 0-3, I'm guessing that you've probably had some bad puck luck. Uh, you probably lost a bunch of games played due to COVID and whatnot, but hey, you are due. My suggestion, change your team name. I guarantee every person listening to this that is 0-3 right now has had the same team name all season long. Giving your team a new team name can be a season-changing thing. Did you just buy high on Tyler Toffoli? Guess what? Your new team name is Tyler and the Toffolis. Did you just grab Tim Stutzel off the wire? Your new team name is Jimmy Eats World. And regardless of who is on your team, there's always some tried-and-true classics you can fall back on, such as... Elon Dabrowski's flute solo, or Steve Mason looks like he'd pay to get the COVID vaccine before the elderly. Uh, you might run into a character limit on that last one, but you get the idea. The main thing I'm driving home here is that, especially in a super competitive league like the Couple, that it's easy to forget that fantasy hockey should be fun. You shouldn't actually get depressed that Anthony Duclair forgot how to score, and now you can't trade him, but he's too good to drop. But hey, renaming your team helps with that, trust me. And then when you win a game, you can act like it's because you guys responded to your amazing coaching. And then, I don't know, go make a bad trade for someone you irrationally like, blow your fab, all those things. For example, I spent 16 fab on Jimmy whenever no one else even bid on him. YOLO, baby. I've made like three trades with my short shifts cousin Ben Burnett, getting my boy Yamamoto, and then that let me change my team name to Moons Over Miami, the same team name that led to my historic comeback from worst to playoffs last year. We'll have the same luck, only time will tell, but it's worth a shot. But enough pitter-patter, let's get at her. First up, I know we missed last week. My bad on that one. A lot of people on the street were walking up to me telling me, hey Dave, I heard you missed last week because you were one for 10 on your streamer picks, eh? Fake news, people. Six of my streamers that week I picked are in the top 150 up to a couple points, so I don't want to hear it. But just to go over it, 
Batherson, Norris, Boone Jenner all had two points in four games, meeting the bare requirements for a good pick. Tanner Pearson is our streamer pick of the year so far, getting four points in four games that week and continuing to put up points. Texier actually was a miss that week, but I don't feel bad about that because he's playing with Line A these days. On defense, Tyler Myers hit, Justin Falk hit, he's looking like a season-long hold, and Connor Murphy missed, but he's also looking like a hold in deeper leagues. Hence, our shallow league streamer missed, but come on, he's still got to be owned everywhere. And Pius Suter, or Pius Suter, apparently I've been pronouncing that wrong, uh, he missed as well. But the process was right there. I wouldn't mind streaming him again. So overall, that was 6 for 10. We went 6 for 11 the first week. So we're still maintaining our 50% threshold so far this season. Although, yeah, my bad last week. So let's call it 2 and 1 for the season so far. So moving on first, we're going to look at the schedules for the upcoming week, starting with Monday, February 8th, 2021. On Monday, we have 12 teams playing. On Tuesday, 16 teams playing. What? We'll get into that a little bit later. Four teams playing on Wednesday. 26 teams playing on Thursday. Two teams on Friday. 26 teams on Saturday. And six teams playing on Sunday. For now, obviously COVID can change everything, but that's what it is. And all right. So I'm guessing if we have a bunch of new listeners to the stream scheme this week, this is probably the reason why you're here. What the freaking heck is going on with the schedule and how do we capitalize? It's absolute madness. And I'm getting this info straight from NHL.com. So with this stuff changing every hour, the biggest change is that I think originally there were 22 teams scheduled to play on Tuesday. Now, all of a sudden, there's only 16 teams playing on Tuesday. That is a huge difference. That goes from pretty freaking busy to being in the gray area of not that busy, but not slow either. This is why you pay the big bucks to listen to the stream scheme. Those other clowns are going to be calling Tuesday a busy day. But you, the savvy stream scheme listener, will know that you can actually fit in a streamer on that day. It's absolute madness, but that's where we strive. So let's get after it. The best schedule of the week is an easy one. It's the New York Rangers. That's right, baby. We've got a stream of <laughs> familiar a streamagami is when a team plays four times that week with all four games being on the off days now you might be saying hey dave wasn't there a streamagami earlier in the year just because you play monday wednesday friday sunday doesn't necessarily mean you have a streamagami if you recall that week monday and sunday were busy days that week another reason why you can't just look at which days teams are playing and try to count the busy days and slow days over a whole schedule based on that i mean heck you can't even do that from a week-to-week -week basis this year. Uh, so your best bet is just to listen to the stream scheme like you are. Uh, we will never betray you, and we will always leave you the last slice of pizza. But oh yeah, the Rangers, they have the best schedule this week. After that, it's a little bit of a mess. It depends on what you call a day with 16 teams playing. It really depends on whether you'll be able to fit in a streamer that day or not. On a day with 10 teams playing, I mean, I can confidently tell you that you'll always be able to fit a streamer in. On a day with 26 teams playing, I can tell you that you'll never be able to fit them in. On a day with 16 teams playing, 
It depends. Uh, I don't know. Did you stack a bunch of guys on the same team that are playing that day? Things like that. So make sure to check your roster to whether if Tuesday will be considered like a good streamer day for you. So the following teams have a pretty decent schedule this week. The Nashville Predators, the Ottawa Senators, the Philadelphia Flyers, the Tampa Bay Lightning, the Vegas Golden Knights, and the Washington Capitals all play four times this week with one off-day game, and potentially two off-day games, depending how Tuesday works for you. After that, the Boston Bruins, the Edmonton Oilers, and the Toronto Maple Leafs all have decent schedules this week. All those teams play only three times, but with two of those days being off-day games. There's a bunch of teams that have bad schedules this week. The Anaheim Ducks, the Buffalo Sabres, the Colorado Avalanche, the Minnesota Wild, the New Jersey Devils, and the Pittsburgh Penguins all only played two times this week. If you have a bunch of players from those teams, it's not looking good for you this week. But hey, that's not necessarily a bad thing. If you're gonna lose a week, you want it to not even be close, especially if you're going into a week that you know you'll probably lose. That can be a huge advantage for you in the long run. You can use your weekly ads to focus on players that can potentially be season-long holds as opposed to just looking for streamers that'll help you win that week. So instead of trying to win the Capo Caco sweepstakes this week, you can maybe just put in a sly bid for uh, maybe someone like Kasperi Kapanen, who's got a bad schedule this week, but he's starting to click with Malkin, so it might be someone worth investing in. If this is all too much, I get it. I'm throwing a ton of information at you right now. Just keep listening and you'll get it. And don't be afraid to reach out to me on Twitter at NHL Stream Scheme or on Discord if you have any questions and I'll be happy to answer. But without further ado, let's get into our streamer picks for our top forward streamer of the week. I already mentioned him and you can probably guess it's an easy pick, but I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't have Capo Caco of the New York Rangers as my top forward streamer pick of the week. I don't have to spell this one out too much for you guys. Have you ever heard of a little thing called a streamagami? <laughs> But anywho, yeah, Kako. Last week he was playing with Strom and Panarin. Now, will that last this whole week? Maybe not. I actually drafted Kako because, pardon me for thinking that someone who has all the talent in the world and is playing with Panarin will be a recipe for success. It wasn't. He got bounced off that line, but now he's back. Will Kako finally produce... Eh, who knows? But for this week, it doesn't really matter. He's one of the easiest streamers I've ever picked. If you have the fab, be prepared to spend at least four bucks to get him. I know he could be a weekly play, but you know what I always say? Blow your fab, baby. If you only spend two bucks and lose out on him, you're going to be kicking yourself all season if he ignites this week and plays for like a 60-point pace the rest of the way. He's still only rostered, Kako that is, in 14% of Yahoo leagues, so pick up Capo Caco. For my second forward streamer pick, it's a little risky, but hey, we're all about risking it for the biscuit it here at the stream scheme. It's Wayne Simmons of the Toronto Maple Leafs. The reasons to pick up the Wayne train here are easy. He's playing on the second line with Tavares and Nylander, which would be reason enough to pick him up. But not only that, Toronto thought it'd be a good idea to split up their power plays into two even units. I cannot stress this enough, people. This is an absolutely idiotic move but hey as far as streamers go we love it that means that wayne simmons all of a sudden is getting that primo deploymento so why is he a risky pick then well apparently he took a puck to his hand the last game and no one knows yet if it's just a bruise or a broken hand uh who knows maybe it's a broken hand but simmons will play anyway either way make sure to check the latest news on simmons before you put in a bid for him 
Uh, but Fortune favors the bold, and maybe the injury means you can get Simmons for two fab, whereas normally he'd go for like six fab. I say go for it. Simmons is a tough son of a gun. He's only rostered in 8% on Yahoo right now, so take a chance on Wayne Simmons this week. For our third forward streamer pick this week, we've got another solid pick for y'all. It's Mikhail Granlund of the Nashville Predators. If you follow our cousins, Short Shifts, on Twitter, this pick shouldn't be news to you as they have been shouting this out from the rooftop for a while now. Granlund is only rostered 12% on Yahoo, but come on, people. That's got to be 88% clown leagues. Granlin's been playing like 20 minutes a game for like two weeks now. He's getting that primo deploymento, playing with Duchesne and Philly Fours on the top line and top power play time as well. He's gotten six points in seven games over that span, so I really am baffled as to Granlin's low roster percentage. But hey, if he's still available in your league, don't be sad that you're in a clown league. It's like I always say, there's nothing wrong with being in a clown league as long as you win it. Not only all of that, but Nashville has one of the best schedules this week. So if he's still there, I will hunt you down if you don't pick up Mikhail Granlin this week. Up next, it's going to be our first repeat streamer of the year. He burned us before. He's on a team that I hate. So then why am I picking Oscar Lindblom of the Philadelphia Flyers to be a streamer pick this week? A couple of reasons. First, should be obvious to longtime listeners, this mamma jamma is due. Some people might hear zero points in his last five games and run to the hills. When the stream scheme hears zero points in his last five games, our ears perk up. Let's dig a little bit deeper here. First off, no one knows more about the Flyers more than your boy, Davey B. I hate the Flyers more than anyone, but I somehow ended up with like five of them, so I watch them quite a bit. And four of those five scoreless games were against the Bruins and the Islanders, the two teams in the Eastern Division that you don't want to see your fantasy players go against. This week, they should progress to the means in terms of scoring. And so just from that, Lindblom should fall into some points. He's playing with Konechny and Patrick at even strength, which by itself is pretty good. But Mr. Sean Couturier is set to come back from injury this week. And I would expect him to take Patrick's spot on that line, boosting both Konechny and Lindblom. So yeah, I'd say buy low on Konechny while you can and pick up Lindblom everywhere this week. He's 7% rostered right now, but I guarantee you that's like 6% of people who aren't paying attention to their team and still have Lindblom on their roster from earlier this year. And 1% of people who are as smart as us be part of that 1% and pick up Lindblom this week. For our last regular forward streamer pick of the week, we're going with Cody Glass of the Vegas Golden Knights. Throughout the years, Vegas has always been a goldmine for streamers, pun intended. And so we here are thrilled that the Golden Knights finally have a good schedule that we can capitalize on. Cody Glass is an amazing pick this week, and somehow he's the least rostered regular forward streamer pick I've mentioned so far this week. I think Glass was injured, and then Vegas had a long stretch of games postponed until they finally had their first game back the other day. And guess what? He's playing on the top power play. 
and Cody Glass scored a goal and four shots. I thought Glass looked great out there, and I can't imagine they'd be moving Glass off that top power play anytime soon. Not only that, but Vegas has a great schedule this week. One of the few teams playing four times this week on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday. So if he's available in your league, pick up Cody Glass this week. Moving on to defense, our top defensive streamer this week is Ryan McDonough of the Tampa Bay Lightning. And not to toot my own horn or anything, but... I was on McDonough before anyone picked him up and even tweeted out at NHL Stream Scheme on Twitter. I've got terrible defense, and McDonough has somehow become my best defender. Yeah, that's how bad my defense is. But hey, check out these stats. These are his couple points in McDonough's last seven games. 5, 5, 4, 2.5, 2.7, 3.7, and 7.7. That is superstar production right there. Will McDonough keep it up? Probably not. Am I way too invested in McDonough and this will jinx him into a bad week? Very likely, but the stats don't lie and McDonough needs to be rostered everywhere. And right now he's only rostered in 11% of Yahoo leagues. He's going to get you perifs if nothing else. And he'll fall into a decent amount of points just being on the lightning and playing 20 minutes a night. So pick up Ryan McDonough this week. And I apologize for the jinx in advance if it doesn't work out. Our next defensive streamer pick of the week is Nikita Zaitsev of the Ottawa Senators. Had to pick up at least one streamer from the Senators. I'm feeling really good about them this week. They've been struggling. There's no doubt about it. And while they didn't light up Montreal, they played them really hard in both those two games. And now the Senators are one of the few teams with four games this week with two against Edmonton and two against Winnipeg. So I expect some points to be had by the Senators. Now, will Zaitsev fall into some points this week? I think so. He had five points in his first four games, which no way that was going to last. But he also has no points in his last six games. That can't last either. I wouldn't be surprised if Zaitsev got two points this week. And even if he doesn't, there's still a decent chance this pick hits because Zaitsev can put up perifs as well. Zaitsev is only 8% rostered in Yahoo leagues, so take a chance on Nikita Zaitsev this week. Our last defensive streamer pick this week is Matthias Ekholm of the Nashville Predators. Admittedly, he's right on the edge of streamer territory, being 26% rostered in Yahoo leagues. However, Ekholm is still available in the toughest league in the world, Tier 1 of the couple, so that makes Ekholm fair play here. A lot of his value is just going to come in the sheer volume this week. Not only do Predators play four times this week, giving them one of the best schedules of the week, but the Preds run their top four D-men into the ground. Originally, I was scoping out old Dream Scheme favorite Mark Borwiecki, but he's only playing 11 minutes a game as their third pairing D. That's just insane. That's a low amount for a forward, let alone your defense. That means Ekholm should be able to put up the perifs, and hopefully he can maybe even fall into some points this week as well. I have no idea how Ekholm is 26% rostered. People are weird. Uh, he's a streamer, not a season-long hold. But hey, if he's available in your league, like he is in Tier 1 of the couple. Pick up Matthias X. And now it's time for our Shallow League streamer of the week. Oddly enough, we are 0-2 in our Shallow League streamer picks this year, uh, which are supposed to be slam dunk picks each week. But hopefully this week uh, the pick can be reversed. It is Pavel Buchnevich of the New York Rangers. Ah, it's 
been too long since I've said that name out loud. It's very therapeutic. Just give it a whirl. Pavel Buchnevich. So good. This one is an easy pick, even though he kind of took a little bit of a plunge in deployment and minutes recently. Pavel Buchnevich is still a great pick here if he's available in your league, as he's only rostered 25% in Yahoo currently. He might not be on that top power play, but he's still playing with Zabinajad and Kreider at even strength, and I don't think that deployment is in question. Add that to the fact that obviously the New York Rangers have one of the best schedules of the week with a streamagami. And this one is a no-brainer. So pick up Pavel Buchnevich this week. And lastly, our ludicrous streamer of the week is Derek Stefan of the Ottawa Senators. I'm actually a little surprised that Stefan is only 2% rostered in Yahoo Leagues. Don't get me wrong. I'm well aware that Stefan sucks, Ottawa sucks, and that he's currently playing on their fourth line. Uh, all that is besides the point. The point is that Stefan has two points in his last three games. Hey, uh, He's still getting like 15 minutes of ice time a game. And the Senators have one of the best schedules this week. And frankly, I love the Senators this week. So... What the heck? Pick up Derek Stefan this week if you're in a deep, deep league. So there we have it. To recap, our streamers for the week starting on Monday, February 8th, 2021, are the following. Forward streamers, Capo Caco, Wayne Simmons, Mikhail Granlin, Oscar Lindblom, and Cody Glass. Our defensive streamers are Ryan McDonough, Nikita Zaitsev, and Matthias Ekholm. Our shallow league streamer of the week is Pavel Buchnevich. While our ludicrous stream of the week is Derek Stefan. Good luck to everyone this week. Feel free to hit me up on the Keeping Carlson Patron Discord server or on Twitter at NHL Streamski. Thank you once again, everyone, for tuning in. And remember, you don't have to listen to me, but your league mates will. See you.